These are the Keishi Tapes. You Man and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes podcast. I'm John Hewitt along with Favaz. Hi, John. All right, today we got an interview that is on reel-to-reel tape. And it was an interview done by Jack Silver, who used to be on the air here at Keishi 95, late 70s through the earlier years of 80, I would say through 83, when... Uh, um, Emmis bought Century Broadcasting. He left at that turning point. Still went uh, to, to work in radio in, in other markets. I've kind of lost track of Jack, but he could be in Los Angeles. But anyway, Jack had this thing going where he would do these Casey Rock reports on the weekend. So during the course of the week, he'd get all these rock stars to call him, and he'd interview them, and then cut the interview up and do these reports that would air on Saturday and Sunday. And it was a nice little feature he had going, and I just happened to find all these reel-to-reel tapes of some of these interviews he did. They were Why just do laying you in. have them? Because when, when they cleared out the storage room, they didn't have any room in the facility that's now owned by Hubbard Radio. So they asked, if, you know, or, or I asked, one of the, I don't know how it actually happened, but the tapes ended up coming to my house. Oh, for me to listen to them to find out if there's anything interesting on them that we could use. Mm. And there's been a ton of stuff I've yeah, found over the years. We've we've featured him quite a bit. Yeah. So here's another one of these interviews. I believe it came from the year 1982, and it's an interview he did over the phone with with um, uh, Dan McCafferty, who was the lead singer of Nazareth, who just recently passed away. Mm-hmm. Heavy Scottish accent, so he's tough to to understand. But and my wife loves Scottish accents. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Make sure she listens to this. <laughs> well, you know, maybe use it as foreplay or something. I don't know. No. Oh, oh okay. No. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this microphone way over here so I can reach the reel to reel machine to hit the play and stop buttons. So here we go. This goes back to 1982. Um. Okay. Hum. 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 <laughs> okay. Hey, first of all, let's start with, with a couple quick questions, if I may. Um, Nazareth is known as one of Rock's hardest working bands. You guys are uh, out on the road an awful lot. Um, are there any signs of letting up? No, as yet. No, I mean, uh, we're, we're on vacation at the moment, and then uh, we, start, we start rehearsing at the end of August. And we start touring in September, and we'll be up usually between September and October something. And uh, we'll that's us right through till Christmas then. You know, those bands back then, <clears throat> they were constantly working for the most part. Uh, but as the years have gone on, I've talked to uh, many different classic rock artists. They say they are busier now because of all the different venues that are available out there for for music, live music. And all these places are looking for Entertainment like casinos and all that that mm-hmm. weren't around back then. They're busier now than they were back in those days when they Makes thought sense. they were. Yeah. Makes sense. More yeah. venues. Yeah. And uh, after that, I'd imagine it'd be back on the road again after Christmas. You know. Just, just can't can't keep away from it, huh? Yeah, I got the rock and rolls again as a man would say. All right. Um, let, let's talk about a couple uh, of the band members, if I could. Um, John Locke was added for some keyboard work. Uh, like, was it for the Full Circle album? It was on the Full Circle. That's when we met John. We were down in Montserrat recording, and oh. we wanted some keep. You said he died recently? A couple years ago. One year ago today. Oh, one year. 
Wow. Yep. <clears throat> November 8th, 2022. There are pictures of me with Dan when he came to the old Casey Studios in Crestwood. I interviewed him a couple times, maybe three times. And, I had him once, too. And I could hardly understand what he was saying and to who, me. Who was the other guy, too, uh, that, that uh, uh, would have come in with him? Uh, Bass player? Uh, B- uh, sweet? Uh, no. Uh, what's uh, I can't think of the names of the other band members now. Daryl uh, Sweet? Was he, wasn't he in Nazareth? I, 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 I um, don't think so. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I'll look it up. That guy's dead, too, I think. I think he is. I have a couple of tracks. And uh, we said, does anybody play keyboards on the island, you know? And they said, John Locke. And we went, not John Locke, Spirit John Locke. And they went, yeah, because we used to play Spirit tunes back in Scotland, you know, when we were playing the clubs and stuff, you know? Spirit? What's he uh, John Locke from what band? He, I can't understand I what he's know. saying. Spirit? Spirit. Yeah, maybe it was Spirit. Pete Agnew. Pete Agnew, yes. Yeah. That's who, because I'll never forget. <laughs> When they came in the uh, studio, he said that White Castle, you know, like they, they eat White Castle late at night. Mm-hmm. He goes, uh, it smells the same coming out as it does going in. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're kind of right. And, 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 yeah. And you still ate it. Yeah. <laughs> and I eat it, too. I love it. And uh, we met John and he played on a couple of tracks that we wanted to be play on. And we're going so well with the guy, and he was in what we were doing a lot. So we said, you know, do you want to go on the road and play on some more stuff and that? And he said, sure. So we got him in the band, and then we got Billy in. Billy Rankin. Oh, uh, Billy Rankin was in Nazareth at that point. I'll be darn. He's got a couple. He's got a Casey <clears throat> classic uh, that I still play. Trying to trying to see if um, Nazareth had any big hits after 1982. No. Oh, they did not. Sound Elixir. What, these are albums. Sound yeah, no. Elixir. Nothing the came off of that. Cinema. <clears throat> nope. Snakes and Ladders. Well, yeah. yeah I don't think so. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think there are any, any, any other Casey classics after the album Circle. I think on Circle there are a couple of Casey classics that I still The Full play. Circle. The Full 1981. Circle. 1981. Okay. So this, this uh, let's see. So what are the titles of songs off Full Circle? Um, They are... One moment, please. Dress to Kill, Another Year, Moonlight Another Eyes. Year. Another Year. Another Year. Uh-huh. Moonlight Eyes, Pop the Silo, Let Me Be Your Leader, We Are the People, Every Young Man's Dream, Little Part of You, Cocaine, which is a J.J. Kale cover, mm-hmm. and Victoria. Oh, just that one song, then. Mm-hmm. Another Year is a Casey classic. I think that was their last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, a young guy from Scotland. That's that young guitar player? Yep. Whew. And uh, just, we knew him, you know, and he was a local talent, and we thought, well, why... Why, you know, why not get somebody in that will play for the band as opposed to be on some ego trip somewhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we got that, we got Billy and John in, and that was a year ago in January. They've been with us about 18 months. January. He retired uh, in 2013 from the band after a 45-year run due to chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then he just like you said, he died just a year ago. So he st- he lived a long yeah. time after that. Because I, I remember when he stepped aside, it was almost as if he was done. That, yeah. that he was almost going to die or something. He was seventy six years old when he uh, passed away. Okay. So we did we did the live album with him, which we thought was a good grounding for to get new guys into the band and that, you know. And then uh, this was the first album we did with him. 
you know, like the first studio album that we've done with them, and it's worked out real well. It's just the two different ideas and two different new people, new ideas, and you know. So it keeps the sound of Nazareth, Nazareth fresh. Oh yeah. <clears throat> well, we needed to do something. We, we thought we went as far as we could go with the, with the fourth piece, you know. Because mm-hmm. well, that was my next question. Has uh, has John Locke worked out as well as you had planned? Oh, John, definitely. I mean, he's really he's a piano player to start with. You know, the guy plays good piano. The Casey Classic by Billy Rankin is "Baby Come Back." Baby Come Back. Is that "Baby yeah. Come Back"? Yes, that's no, a oh, song. No, 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 no. You're thinking of no. That's that's "Baby Come Back." That's uh, somebody else. Uh, but no. Uh, Oh, I, Baby, I come back, 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 back. No, I don't know no. that one. Maybe I can pull it up on. We can't play it on the podcast anyway. No. Yeah. And he's, he uses synthesizer as well, but he uses it in a, a really sort of sensible way, you know? I feel anyway. Baby, come back was Pablo Cruz. Pablo Cruz. Yeah. That's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. And he makes up. That was off the top of my head, by the way. Yeah, thank you. He's really a, a, quite a thinking guy, you know, especially when it's like original material, new stuff that we've been doing. He really takes it apart, you know, for himself, and he works out something that, that gives him plenty of space and gives the rest of the guys in the band plenty of space to work around, you know? Yeah. He's a good, he's a good player. Right. And he's a nice guy, you know? <laughs> he's a token American, he can translate for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not, you mean someone has trouble understanding you sometimes? Just a bit, sometimes. Just a bit, all right. <laughs> um. Yep, everybody says the same thing about him. <clears throat> When I had a chance to meet you uh, backstage at the Opera House when you performed here, we were, we were talking... Well, you- and yes, John Locke uh, was in the band Spirit. You were right. You understood him to say Spirit. Spit it. Yeah. Spit it. Sounds like you're saying spit it. Spit <laughs> it out. And John Locke has passed away. He died in 2006. Mm. We're talking about... Um, you felt a responsibility to start dealing with some more political... Uh, feelings that you had, for example, on the full circle, well, pop the silo and uh, dress to kill. You explained to me, uh, dress to kill is not dressing up and looking nice for some girl. It uh, it's about the Soviets and uh, everybody getting getting militarily prepared. Yeah. How about how about the new record? Are, do we see any political uh, undertones on um, on two excess? The trenches is, is like that, you know. It's just as we seem to be, I mean, I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody else, I guess. We seem to be real lackadaisical about, about everything, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about, like, you and I will maybe sit in a bar someplace and we'll talk about pollution and we'll talk about, you know, things that are really scaring us. But we really don't seem to do much about it, you know? We seem to leave it to politicians, which none of us really trust very much, I don't think. You know? And, uh... Ranking on politicians. Whoa, wow. Wow, they were doing it back then. <laughs> back to the trenches is just a case of that's where we're heading if we don't sort of straighten up our act about it, I think, you know. So back, what is the meaning behind back to the trenches? Could you explain that? Well, it's just like, you know, the, well, when I was a kid, the trenches were always talked about because of our grandparents were in the First World War and stuff, you know. Yeah. And it was such a stupid war because it, the guys just sat in trenches and shot each other. You know, they knew that we were going to attack at 9 in the morning and they would attack at 11.30. <laughs> But it was all the top lads, that's a, that's a dumb thing to do, you know? So it was really a stupid thing to do, but I mean, they did it, you know? Uh-huh. So what, you... It's just, it's just, I don't know, it just means that it's sort of, we've really got to do something quite well. We'll be back in that situation where we're all living in our own little spot and protecting it with electric fences and guns, you know? Yeah. 
Hmm. You think the volumes of music that was written by bands, and it still goes on today. There are a lot of music artists, of course, making music. But the volumes of the volume of music that was being made, and only you know, just twenty percent of it possibly ever made it to the radio and ever you know ever sold anything. Gobs and gobs and True. gobs of music. Yeah. Songs that artists put on albums. They put out, what, eight, eight, nine, ten songs on an album. Two of them might be you know, yeah. recognizable. And that's, I mean, so 80% of the music is just what he's talking about. He's talking, he's talking yeah. about 80% of the music that nobody's probably even cared about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's a bit sad, you know? Yes, yes. If it wasn't in his place, we could get enjoy a bit more, I think. <laughs> All right, um, <clears throat> like to talk about your single, Love Leads to Madness. Uh, Which did nothing, you know? I mean, to be honest, boring. it was, yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, but, but still, I think it's still interesting to, to, to hear these guys who are putting their heart and soul into this music. Love hoping, Leads to Madness. Yeah, hoping that people would like it and buy it, and then it just falls flat. It's, you know, it fell, yeah, and, back then. And, and part of the reason why, because, you know, uh, Radio was evolving. FM radio was evolving. Freeform radio was gone. So uh, the number of songs were being play- played on radio kept shrinking and shrinking. The opportunities to go on an album and, and try to find a song that you like as a DJ and play it yourself, those days were over. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was harder and harder for these yeah. guys, even in 82, to, to, to get airplay. Yeah. Some people are saying that's the best thing you've done since Love Hurts. What do you think? I wonder how many times he's heard that. It's <laughs> the best thing you've done since Love Hurts. <laughs> album after Maybe album after album, that. yeah. Well, I think it's. I mean, I think it's. Which, by the way, is a song that was written by Joni Mitchell, mm-hmm. not written by Dan yeah. McCafferty or anybody in Nazareth. Yeah. So they didn't even make, make much money off of it. Mm-hmm. We've done in a long time. Um, I wouldn't really, really class the two of them together. I think they're different types of songs, you know. But I think it's a good song. I mean, I think because they're all being hopelessly in love at some point in time, you know. <laughs> And you think that the whole, the world is all, you know, revolves around the women in particular, or the men in particular, whatever your taste lie, you know? Yeah. But you think, uh... Jack did not understand a word he said right there. He I, I said, didn't either, and <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking that he said what I would say. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? Yeah? yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? In all love, you love song, folks. <laughs> and, and which is, uh... Uh, Nazareth is not thought of for love songs. No, well, you know. Uh, except that they were. <laughs> Most of the songs that anybody remembers from Nazareth, other than Razmanaz, and Shanghai and Shanghai. And the Hair of the Dog. Hair of the Dog, yeah. Well, okay, yeah, Jack's right. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think everybody, you know, does love songs, you know, one way or another. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think we sound very loving in it, but, I mean, I just always sound, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, but yeah, the, the new album to excess is. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's the evolution of the band. It's yeah, I, think, I think it's a step forward, anyway. You know, I think it's opened up a lot of doors for us that we've been, you know, knocking it for a while. Yeah, it didn't open them up too wide. Couldn't get your foot in there. Hmm. <laughs> you know, I saw Nazareth once uh, in the late '80s at Mississippi Nights, and I went to that show. Oh, really? Long before I started yeah. working at Casey. And I was just like, I, I like this band. I'm going to go see them. Yeah. And they were great. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah. Loud. Oh, they were super loud. Yeah. yeah. But because I've been around for so long, you know, people tend to think, oh, well, I bought the, you know, this is our 15th album, you know? Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, well, I bought the third one. It's pretty good, you know? 
but things, you know, times change and, and people change, you know. And we try to keep, well, we try to keep it interesting for ourselves because that's how we stayed together so long because we still enjoy what we do. And I think if we were sort of in a situation where we were just copying ourselves, I don't think the band would last very long, you know. Yeah. All right, and finally, um, St. Louis really loves Nazareth. Casey loves Nazareth. Uh, can any good, can any amusing anecdotes about St. Louis or some feelings towards the city? A or good some... question. <laughs> wow. I mean, th- those are the questions. I mean, I, yeah. I asked that quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. You know, and here Jack did it, you know, in yeah. 1982. Mm-hmm. Casey. Ka- no, how's he going to say Casey? Casey. Casey, yeah. <laughs> memories that you have about St. Louis? Well, I've lots of good times in St. Louis. Um, it's a good town. It's a good rock and roll town, you know? Bullshit. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. He just bullshit. He's got way. nothing. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. I, I don't know. Most of the concerts we've played here have been real, played there, been really good. It's, um, it's, it's a strange thing, you know, because, you know, where you're situated, you know? It's a sort of cross between them. It's like the Midwest and Texas put together, the audience, you know? <laughs> it's, it's really quite a wild audience. It's pretty good. All right. And nice d- hall as well. Yes. All right. Um, well, at least you knew where we, where we were in the United States. And, kind of. In the... <laughs> I appreciate that. Some uh, little insight and information concerning what's going on now. Um, Do you think it'd be okay if we got... Let me set the levels and go. Okay, so he's he's going to do the promos. promos. You want to to hear these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, this is Brian McCaffrey of Nazareth. If I was in St. Louis right now, I'd be having my KC95 bumper sticker on. I mean, this is your ticket to rock, rock and your license to roll. Ticket to rock, license to, to roll. License to roll. Mm. That's a good slogan. Mm. How about one more time? And I just have to ask you to maybe slow down just a tad, because uh, <laughs> slow it down. <laughs> God, man, Jack was something else, man. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that it's that uh, that accent once again. <laughs> your accent because of your the way that you speak. Yeah, wow. slow down. Mm. People can't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Brian McCaffrey of the Rock Band Nazareth. If I was in St. Louis right now, I'd be driving along with my KC95 bumper sticker on. Your license to roll. <laughs> there you go. That, that's what we're looking for. And then finally, the, the quick one just to go hey, you know, this is Dan McCaffrey of Nazareth, and you're listening to real rock radio, KC95. Okay. Hi, this is Dan McCaffrey of Nazareth, and you're listening to Real Rock Radio, KC95. All right. How about one more time? And just give it a little more excitement. I know I'm <laughs> Come on, let's hear it. What time is it out there? I don't know. It's, uh, 7 quarter Oh, it's in the evening? Yeah, it's oh. in the evening. Okay. Well, give it to me one more time with a little more excitement, if you could. Okay. Hi, this is Dan McCaffrey of the Rock Band Nazareth. And you're listening to Real Rock Radio, KC95. He's going to say, oh, that's better. And it's exactly the same way as it yeah, was the well, first time. Yeah. I, w- I wonder oh. if we still use that, if, if that's still around. Oh, I think it is. Yeah. It's in the in the computer system yeah. somewhere. And then we- oh, that that's was it. it. All right, there you go. 
One of many we're going to one of many interviews we're going to be doing here on Casey Tapes that Jack did with other artists like uh, James Pankow of Chicago, who's the uh, never heard uh, of him. Oh, oh yeah, you never heard of him? Nope. Oh my gosh, if you're a Chicago fan, you know who he is. He's been I in the band Chicago. since day one. Uh, oh, you I hate ha- Chicago? Nah, I do. Oh wow, I like mm-hmm. Chicago. Um, we have uh, uh, Simon Kirk of Bad Company. Yes. John Elefante, who was a singer yes. of Kansas after Steve yes. Walsh left the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, there's so many more coming up. Well, I'm going to run through them here real fast. Give me a second. I got to see Favaz. I sent them to you. Oh, um, also uh, Tom Hamilton of Aerosmith. Pat Travers, possibly, if we want to wow. do that. Yeah. Uh, Little Steven. Now we've done one with Little Steven. We've before. done Little Steven, and we've done uh, the the uh, Tom yeah. Hamilton. Yeah, but these are in a different yeah. time period. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're talking about different stuff. Outlaws guitarist Freddie Salem. I don't know if you remember, but but Freddie was a hell of a guitar player. He's still around, hmm. and he was involved in the Outlaws during their very uh, you know, most successful years mm-hmm. for the most part. And then we got another Rick Springfield that was wow. done back in '82, right right after. Wow. Right at the same time, mm. Jesse's girl was hitting. So. Mm. Anyway, those are some that we, we will uh, have for you in the future. Okay. All right. I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on thread. I'm Johnny Hewlett because I'm also Johnny Hewlett on Instagram and, uh, of course, Facebook and X and all that. So And half-ass DJ. Oh, yeah. Half-ass retired to, DJ. Yeah, half-ass retired DJ on Instagram. Yes. All right. Favaz, good job. AMF. See you. Bye. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.